Hello, everyone, and welcome to United Teachers of Lowell's Straight Talk Podcast. This is Amy Bisson, and I'm here with Mickey Dumont. We're the podcast twins. We are the hosts of this weekly podcast produced by and for members of the United Teachers of Lowell. In our weekly podcast, you'll hear about local, state, and national issues that affect our members. You'll also hear about some of the accomplishments of our members. We will keep you up to date with news and decisions that impact all of us. This past summer, Katie Buttinger, a teacher at the Bridge Program in Lowell, was selected to participate in Space Academy for Educators in Huntsville, Alabama. Katie, who teaches at-risk 7th and 8th grade students at the Bridge Program here in Lowell, applied for Space Academy on the recommendation of a colleague who recognized that this program would be right up Katie's alley. After completing her initial application, Katie was selected to participate in Honeywell's Educators at Space Academy from a group of teacher applications from across the United States and the world. This year, Katie was not only a Space Academy participant, but she and three others took on the role of Space Academy Ambassador. In listening to Katie talk about the program, you can feel her enthusiasm for infusing space teaching through studies and hands-on experiences. Katie's students not only learn about physics and chemistry through their experiences with rockets and space, they find pathways into science that often motivates them toward a career pathway. Today, we are delighted to spotlight Katie and her experiences with Honeywell Educator Space Academy. We encourage you to check out the podcast website because we will post links for more information as well as Katie's email address. Katie, you recently had the opportunity to attend NASA Space Academy. Tell us how you first got involved with the program and why the Space Academy? The first involvement was because a former colleague at the bridge sent me an email and a teacher at Southbridge where she was teaching at the time had attended this Space Academy and she said, this is right up your alley, definitely apply. So I read through it on Honeywell's website and it sounded interesting. And I thought, well, you know, thousands of applications, but it doesn't cost anything to apply, so why not? So I wrote a little essay about why I would like to go Mm -hmm. and what I thought I could bring back to the classroom. And I submitted it and I got accepted. Oh my goodness, how many teachers applied? But we found out when we got to Huntsville, there were 25,000 teachers. And how many applied. were selected? 200. <gasps> wow, what an honor. Yeah, That's it was. terrific. Yeah. They had 100 teachers for the first week of the program and 100 teachers for the second week. And so it's how long were you there in all? A week. A week, okay. A week that when I went as an educator. When I went as an ambassador, we were there for 10 days. Okay. So we were there a little bit longer so that we could help train some of the people that mm-hmm. were there. Uh, but the first year I went, I, I really didn't have any idea how mm-hmm. many teachers had applied or anything and you, you know, I was just so excited to go and then when we got there they told us they were that's just 200 amazing. out of 25,000 that's amazing and it's international so all those contacts wow. are all over the world now mm-hmm. and we all keep in touch we have a little section of Facebook that's a little private group and we keep in touch through that we exchange lesson plans we exchange travel plans it was unbelievable it was an outreach that I absolutely had no idea was going to expand mm-hmm. my ability to teach so dramatically. And what grade levels does the program focus on? It focuses on five through eight, but Mm -hmm. you can be any grade level. We had 
two or three high school teachers there this time, and we had a couple of elementary. So they'll accept any grade level. Mm -hmm. I think it's partly the determination of the teacher. They want to see that you really want to do this and you really want to bring things Mm -hmm. back to the classroom. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had a teacher this year from Africa who had applied seven years in a row. Oh, gosh. And then he finally got accepted. So how exciting. (laughs) When he graduated, you get wings, all this. Oh, exactly. Persistence. He was just, he was dancing. He was so excited. So, and they like to see that because Mm -hmm. that means they really want to be there. What is the application period? Uh, October. October? It's in October, yes. Um, They start accepting them, I think, October, the first week of October. And it'll cut off about two to three weeks into October because they make the decision by January so that you can get your coverage and everything like that done. Sure. Because there's a week in June, and we're usually still in school. Mm -hmm. And then there's another week um, beginning of July. Okay. So they're two weeks back to back. And you can choose which week you want to do mm-hmm. they kind of tell you once you apply you're going to be going in june or you're sure. going to be going in july even if you've put a preference sure so and i didn't care when i was going <laughs> <laughs> I, I can tell this that. experience I can tell. <laughs> that's marvelous uh, for listeners we are going to put the links to huntsville's um, space academy terrific uh, on the website mm-hmm. so you can explore that something <laughs> to remember listeners that this is the 50th anniversary of the Apollo 11 moon landing. So Huntsville is going to be going nuts. It's going to be an amazing, amazing celebration. So if you can go this year, definitely put in the application. That's Mm -hmm. a great tip. Yeah, it's going to be an amazing year. I wish you could go back. Oh, you might. (laughs) Amy, that might be something that as as we move forward, we can alert our teaches the application period coming up. So, Katie, can you describe what a typical day's experiences might be? Sure. You get up about uh, 6.30 and you're taken from the dorms. You stay on campus at Huntsville, University of Huntsville, Alabama, and you're taken across to the Space Center. The Space Center, when you're there, you have breakfast. All of the educators eat breakfast together, big, long tables, so you get to know everybody. You get to move around to different tables. And then you will be set up with a itinerary for the day. Your itinerary will go from 7.30, 7.45 till 6.30 when you have dinner. Then you have dinner about 6.30. Then there's an evening activity that takes you till about 8.30. Then you have free time after that. So those days are pretty full. They are really long. Yes, they're very full. They say there's no tired like Space Camp Tired. But it's exciting tired. You're doing some team building. You're doing electronics. You're learning how to build a rocket. You're setting off your rocket that you built. You're, the, the days are just nonstop. And it's all things that you're so excited to learn and bring back to the classroom. Plus, Honeywell provides kits and things like that, as well as their mm-hmm. website and their lesson plans to help you bring these things back to the classroom. What a marvelous experience and resource. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And Honeywell is there for you. I mean, they've been there for us no matter what. If we have a question or an issue or a problem, and NASA as well. NASA gives you a link to, once you're a Honeywell educator, a link to a special website for them that deals with education, and you can get all your educational supplies free. Wow. That's terrific. Yeah, that's terrific. I can download whatever I want from NASA free. That's terrific. Yeah, it's amazing. I love teaching space now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of the reasons I went was because I didn't really feel confident teaching space. I didn't know that much about it. And once I, now I can't stop. Now it's my longest unit because I I feel like there's so much out there that these kids, A, can get a career in, Mm -hmm. B, should have their eyes opened up to. I mean, we all look up and see the stars, but how many people actually think, of making a career out of it. But there's so much open to them. 
I like the phrase you just used. There's so much out there. There is. Mm -hmm. There is. Opening yeah. our students' eyes to possibilities is really an incredible experience. Exactly. And because I teach hands-on, my bringing back all of these hands-on things just gives the kids more energy to succeed. Absolutely. Yeah. And they see what they've done. They've seen their creation. They've seen their rocket blast off in Shed Park. They've seen these things firsthand. I built mm -hmm. that. You see, did mm -hmm. somebody get that video on my phone? Did somebody, you know, they're wow. so excited. Yeah. And that's what that's what education should be all about. Katie, tell us a little bit about the other teachers that you met from other parts of the country. The teachers in my, we were called Columbus. Each one is given a, a name, each group. And you are not paired with anyone from your country or your, well, from your country, yes, but not from your state. Mm -hmm. um, so it's kind of my forced collegiality, but it it's is. in a good way. And it helps the people who, like we had two girls from Vietnam in our group and they didn't speak English, but they spoke a little by the time they left because it helps them to be with it. It's almost immersion. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And for us as well, we had a girl from Belgium who spoke French and I could speak French. So the two of us could converse. Mm -hmm. So she got English as well. And I helped, helped me with my French. So <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Um, but one of the teachers that was with me was a man named Mike Vargas, who was from Arizona. Mm -hmm. And he was Arizona Teacher of the Year last year. Mm -hmm. He took his rockets to the extreme. He does a whole competition outside of the classroom mm -hmm. out in Arizona. They have this big competition and he runs it every year. So all the schools compete and they all set off and they do altitude and they do height and they do, you know, decoration. They get prizes for each one of those things. So. He was really nice, to, a nice resource for my rockets because I was still a little tentative about doing the rockets, but love it now. Um, the other teachers, one couple from New Jersey uh, that I'm still very close with, and then the other three ambassadors from this year, I'm very, very close with. One is from Brazil, one is from Romania, and one is from New York. So now, off mic, you shared a little information. This, this year was not your first trip no, to space camp. This year was my second year. I got asked to come back and be an ambassador. That's terrific. Can you was, explain a little bit about what that means? <laughs> it's a little shocking, actually. Um, it was an email that they sent out to me and apparently 1,700 others and asked if we'd be interested in being an ambassador, which means coming back and helping to teach the educators. So I said, of course, I'd want to go back. So I filled out the application and wrote a little essay about why I'd want to go back. And again, got accepted. So this time there are only four of us. And oh the gosh. four of Out us. Out of 1,700? 1,700. Oh my gosh, Katie, that's wonderful. <laughs> so there was myself from Massachusetts, um, another guy from New York, one, a girl from Romania, and a man from Brazil. And the four of us got along like a house on fire. I mean, it was just, mm -hmm. it was magical. It was just, they picked the right people. I guess. We were constantly helping out. We were, we had to give a lecture to everybody, which took an entire day about what it, the experiences that we got as an educator mm -hmm. and how to bring that back to your classroom, because that's really why you're there to bring this back and make you a better teacher, make you a better team member, make you um, a leader. And if not a leader, somebody who might just throw a little tidbit out there and somebody else may pick it up mm -hmm. and they can lead with it or they can run with the program. Everybody will come away from this program with something. And as an ambassador, using our leadership skills and training these teachers was such an honor. And I just would love to continue doing things like that. It, it 
made me realize I didn't really know I wanted to do that, but it was it was amazing. It's interesting. You mentioned that you were surprised that you were selected, but for us two sitting here listening to you, we're not it's surprised. It's not a at surprise. All. <laughs> we're not surprised. It's at like all. a natural thing. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, it was so amazing. I mean, it's experience that having done once, I felt so gifted mm -hmm. and so privileged and doing it twice was over the moon. Mm -hmm. I got to strengthen my involvement with Honeywell and with the other educators. So now the group on Facebook is so huge. If anybody has a problem or an issue or needs a lesson plan, you've got four or 500 people out there saying, here, try mine, try your, mine. Your very own support system. Exactly. Yeah, that's wonderful. And we have a teacher who's trying to pass her licensing exam in Alabama. And she just sent me an email yesterday and she said, any tips? <laughs> I said, stay calm, get a lot of sleep, just practice, practice, practice. So just support, like you said. And it's just an amazing network of people who care. Absolutely. And ha having this experience, we all have our, our flight suits, so we wear them to school and we're doing something with having to do with space and education. And it just bonds you together. It's a wonderful experience. I would recommend everybody apply. Katie, where does the, um, the space content area fit into the curriculum that you're teaching? I expand it. I take the curriculum and I pull it apart and I put space in where it belongs, mm -hmm. like motion. Rockets or motion. Okay. Chemistry. Rockets or chemistry. You can manipulate science to fit into the standards mm -hmm. just about wherever you want it to go. Mm -hmm. So our rockets are not just a unit that starts and finishes. They run throughout the entire program. Mm -hmm. Space, we've got to learn yes, about Earth. they should. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And make it, it real. creates yeah. a thread that the kids feel is contiguous throughout mm -hmm. the entire mm -hmm. standard, throughout the entire curriculum. <clears throat> so that they're feeling, okay, I can relate to this. And often I'll get a question and, well, Miss, doesn't this mean that this is sort of like the kinetic if the rocket's moving? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's the connection I want to see them make. Mm -hmm. That's the higher order thinking that they can do. And they do. make it themselves. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I don't say, what do you think this does? I no, know. they make it and they, because they've built That's a rocket great. and because they've set it off, it's they great. know now about energy. Mm -hmm. They know about force. They know about motion. They know about gravity. All within setting off a rocket in Shed mm -hmm. Park. And a lot of that is pre-done in the classroom. Then we build. Then we do our setting. And, of course, we've got about two or three weeks where we do a whole lot of, now, what did you learn? And, again, it's more hands-on. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Your rocket didn't do so well. Let's take it apart and find out. Mm -hmm. So that they are doing the engineering design process as well. That's great. So that they can redo. Yep. If it doesn't work so well, mm -hmm. it just, there's there's no end to it. What a marvelous isn't way that, to do Isn't that yeah. learning? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That right. is learning. That's how I think it should be. Yeah. You That's won't get exactly. an argument from <laughs> any of us sitting here. Who, who was actually at the space launch that you were involved in at Shed Park? Uh, we had to get permission from the Park and Rec Department. Uh, it was the entire school, my principal, all the teachers, mm -hmm. and all the students had made their own rockets. I don't know with the budget cut if we're going to be able to do that this year. Hopefully we will, but they may have to work in pairs. Mm -hmm. um, but it was an amazing experience. I think Dr. Kafawi came down. Mm -hmm. Don't, not really sure who else was there because I was so busy. 
What about family? Did you have family members? We did have family members. Uh We had a lot of family members. So the kids told their, um, we had uncles, we had dads, we had moms, we had little brothers. We had lots of kids chasing the rackets. Once they decided, once they launched, the kids were chasing the rockets around the park. Luckily, it was a beautiful day. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful fall day. Because I thought, oh my gosh, what if it's not? But it was. It was a lovely day. And I just crossed my fingers that we get the luck that we had last year, that we Mm -hmm. can do it again this year. Maybe we'll get a donation for the rockets so that somebody... Well, maybe you will. I have a feeling if people find out about this, they'll want to <laughs> yeah. participate. Problem, I've done lots through Donors Choose and gotten mm-hmm. things funded. The problem is timing. It's, yeah. This is really fast at the beginning of the year so that they can use that to so you do it right build away. on it. We do it pretty close to the beginning of the year. Huh. And then Usually by can, the end of October, beginning of November. They take that information that they've Throughout the used in the experience. Wow. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And for the kids who weren't able to set off rockets, I show them the videos. And they get to build one if we have time in spring we'll set it off so that they can have something to look forward to as well because we are rolling admissions at the bridge so we get students all the time that's That's true true. that's true and i don't want them to feel like they totally left out Mm -hmm. and if they can't set it off then they can take it home and set it off off. (laughs) maybe we see them going over the marathon (laughs) (laughs) that would be a good place to set them off yes other than Shed Park. Yeah, I was going to say, Shed Park went really well. I have yeah. to say. They, they went higher perfect. than the kids anticipated, which is a lot of fun. That's great. And isn't that a, a marvelous learning experience exactly. as well? When they do something more than what they expect. Absolutely. That and really, even the ones that didn't work as well, they learn from that. Sure. And what happened? Oh, I didn't do that. I thought I could fudge that. Well, guess what? Yeah. No, nope. engineering design process. Let's go back to the classroom. Let's do it again. Let's figure out what happened. So... It's a process that now I can't imagine teaching without. If I ever switch schools when I'm 105, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I would definitely want to incorporate it. Just go back and say, I definitely want to. I definitely want to incorporate it. And I'm sure you will. <laughs> so we've been talking today with Katie, and Katie's been telling us a lot about her summer experience. This is your own version of what I did with my summer. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> right before school starts. Um, and we thank you very much, Katie, for sharing. Thank you. If anyone would like to contact me, please feel free. And um, we will put that email link on the bottom as well as a couple of other links uh, to the Huntsville program itself. Thank please you so do. much, Katie. Thank you for having this me. This was great. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, we did too. So we... We'd like to thank Katie for sharing her experiences at NASA's Teacher Space Academy. If you, the listeners, would like more information on this program, check the links at the bottom of our podcast website, utl495-straighttalk.com. Don't forget this two T's in the middle of straight talk. We also will include Katie's work email address if you have a question or would like more information. Thank you for tuning into this episode. We welcome your comments and feedback. If you have suggestions for future podcasts, or if you are aware of UTL members who might be willing to share their experiences and expertise, send us an email at utl-straighttalk at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Mickey Dumont and Amy Bisson wishing you a great week.